All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Intellectual Idiot Show. Um, another crazy week in the NFL. Um, a lot of unexpected wins, a lot of disappointing losses, a lot of fan bases that are very confused. Is my team good? Is my team bad? Do I have a good quarterback? Do I have a bad quarterback? Do I have Do a good I coach? Tender, or should I be selling? <laughs> Do I have a bad coach? Um, obviously there's already been some shakeups around the NFL. Josh McDaniels getting fired. The Raiders locker room. Absolutely destroying. They absolutely destroyed the Giants. Javante Adams rejoicing. Everybody's smoking cigars in the locker room. Everybody having a great time. Like the Raiders are probably the happiest team in the NFL right now. Josh McDaniels, they hated that man. Hated him. I just, it's, it's, I feel like it's really rare you see a team react like that to a coach being fired. Usually there's some type of connection. That's a real dickhead. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But we got a lot we got to touch on today. We're going to talk about Who's the new coach there? I forget his name. Anthony or Antonio Pierce. He's yeah. like a Raiders guy. Just hard-nosed, tough, you know, gritty, going to lead them to like, you know, to prosperity. Kind of like a Dan Campbell type, you know, hard-nosed coach. He, he reminds me of a Huh? Like Rich Basica. <laughs> but they needed a new culture change. Josh McDaniels clearly wasn't it. But Josh McDaniels over the top three topics that we wanted to go through today, and potentially maybe even one more after. But we're gonna talk about Josh Dobbs today. We're gonna talk about the Steelers if they're pathetic or good. Um, <laughs> and then we're gonna talk about, of course, the Packer game. I want one on with uh, with Jay Money Love. And the uh, and the Packers getting their big win over the Rams. So, uh, right. tell us, let's cool. let's start chatting about Josh Dobbs a little bit. Josh here. Dobbs, just a really really interesting situation. Just and the Vikings. Props to them for dealing with a catastrophic blow. First off, losing Justin Jefferson a few weeks ago. KJ Osborne got carted off. Your starting quarterback Jaron Hall goes down after six throws. Josh Dobbs gets signed or gets traded to them this week, and they somehow beat the Falcons 31-28. to I, I can't tell if Josh Dobbs is like a legit QB just because he truly is this modern-day journeyman. I'll go through that in a little bit. But, I mean, he looked incredible. If anyone watched him last night, he was 20 for 30 with almost 200 yards and two passing touchdowns. He also had so many clutch rushing plays. He also had a clutch rushing touchdown. He led them on a game-winning drive. Like, this man has been on the team for a few days, and he, he goes out and beats the Falcons. I mean, firstly, disgraceful for the Falcons. Second, Arthur Smith Arthur Smith is such a bad coach. Who? I mean, this, this Vikings head coach, I mean, my goodness, what an absolute job he has done, you know, being 5-4 and four now. Yeah. With the dumpster fire situation that they're dealing with. Woo. I mean, they don't even have Justin Jefferson. I mean, they lost Kirk Cousins. Their defense is terrible. It's like, it is pretty crazy what Kevin McConnell has been able to do. And speaking on the other hand, Arthur Smith is a disaster. The Falcons are a disaster. Talk about a coach that doesn't know how to get his best players the ball. Kyle Pitts is like irrelevant in that offense. And then you have Bijan Robinson, who's clearly not getting enough touches. Yeah, he's getting like, ten at at the most fifteen touches, uh, probably on average eight to ten. It's just like the dude is a generational talent. Very perplexing. And my fantasy team is 
down bad. I'm currently losing with all my starters playing to a team that didn't start a quarterback. I will score 55 points this week. Jesus. 55. That's that's a, that's a good week. But I'm bad. getting you Very back bad. this because you're all over the place right now. Um, the man, I just wanted to give a little bit of a idea of this poor man's career path. I mean, how many times does, this, does he have to get traded and start a new life? He started off getting drafted in 2017 by Pittsburgh. He then, you know, st- I think he was there two years, went to the Jacksonville. They cut him. He then went back to Pittsburgh on the practice squad. They cut him. And he went to Cleveland, was on the practice squad there, got elevated, then went back down. And he was on Detroit for a small stint. And then he went to the Tennessee practice squad. And then he went to the Cardinals, was actually performing pretty well for the shit show of a team that they are. And then randomly gets traded to the Vikings, all since 2017. This poor man cannot create a life. And clearly, once Kirk's back, he's going to be done. He's probably going to get traded again and go start for another team that just needs a, a transitional quarterback. I mean... You know what? You get paid a lot of money. And when you go to the NFL, you sign up for this shit. And the reality of the matter is, is what? one Less than 1% of the world's population can say they've played in the NFL or professional. Oh, 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 one. Point oh, 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 one. And Josh Dobbs is one of those people. And he's a starter. So you could cry me a river for Josh Dobbs. And I could not care less. Okay, Josh Dobbs should be thanking his lucky stars that he is starting games in the NFL right now. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm just saying from an NFL perspective, you don't see this very often for a quarterback. Just, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten teams since 2017. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can – you can fly over to Milwaukee and we can hold a pity party for Josh Dobbs if you'd he like. He is the Steve Novak of the NFL right now. I think we should hold a pity party for Josh Dobbs. Or we can invite all of our listeners to like a morning of Josh Dobbs having to travel. Morning service? Yeah, just we all just sit on the call and just sit on like a Zoom call or a Riverside call and just like just stay in silence for like 20 minutes and then let everybody go for Josh Dobbs. Okay, okay, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. How about those Packers though? Am I right or am I right? Packers with a big win. Sloppy. Sloppy. They're not a good football team, but they won. This is what I have to say about this Packer game, right? It was an interesting game. I think the Packers could have very easily. That's funny that you say it's an interesting game because interesting right now just still is just so shitty for them. It's just so crappy. Well, hear me out on this. Hear me out. Jordan Love played great. He was in command of the offense all game. 20 for 26 for 259 yards and and a touchdown that's phenomenal he only had one com- one incompletion the entire second half that's commanding that is leadership that is playing very good football in the nfl level if you play against any team and you put up those numbers that's a good day especially if one incompletion in the second half phenomenal we got aaron aaron jones the ball 25 times he rushed for 99 yards and had a touchdown love to see that um there's no easy way to put this, but the people who really watch the game might understand how what I'm trying to say. 
The Packers could have very easily put up 35 points last night. <laughs> Yesterday. Their offense was moving. And they had two fourth down conversions called back because of offensive offsides. <laughs> if you go back and look at those calls, they were absurd. Absurd. They called John Runyon for having his helmet over the football when he clearly did not. It twice. That's the first time in NFL history a team has been flagged for two offensive offsides calls. I have never seen an offensive offsides call in my life. And it happened twice in one game on two crucial fourth downs, might I mind you, that we converted both of them. And they called him back for offensive offsides. And then later... Two beautiful passes from Jordan Love. Two 20-plus for 10-plus yard gains. Fumble. Wicks, Tay Wicks, and Aaron Jones. Two brutal fumbles. So that's four loss of downs that we were marching down the field potentially to score. And yes, in the reality of it, that is offense. That's part of playing sloppy. That's part of being young. That's part of, you know, but... There's some of that too, where it's like you are encouraged by how the offense looked. You're encouraged by yeah. how Love looked. You're encouraged about how Aaron Jones looked. You're encouraged about how Luke Musgrave looked. How how Wicks looked. How how everybody looked on the offense. Besides those two crucial penalties and those turnovers, I honestly truly believe that the offense looked terrible. And full credit to the defense. I don't care who what quarterback you're. You say they looked terrible. Huh? You're in full. You're full saying that the offense looked terrible. I'm just confirming that you just said that, right? No, the offense looked good. You just said terrible. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. Oh, no, the offense looked good. And I okay. said, I don't I care about how that. terrible an offense looks. Talking about the Rams. To give up three points in a National Football League in a game is good. So credit to our defense, too. They also had back quarterback in. Sign Joe Barry up. Ten years, $2 billion. Quarterback in. They don't have their starting running back. Ten years, $2 billion. For Joe Barry. Sign him but up. I think this Packer game goes to show get your best offensive player the ball more. It works when you give Aaron Jones the ball. <laughs> I don't know if Aaron Jones just hasn't been healthy or I, like... just them them working him back to health because it makes literally no sense to not be giving him the ball twenty five times a game. Because every time they do, they win. Yep. It's like clockwork. I'm really curious to see what this Pittsburgh game is going to hold because we got, we're in Pittsburgh next week and it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a grimy, awful, awful game. Oh, it, you're going to have to have a four local, a bottle of Tito's, a bottle of tequila, ready? Bottle of tequila. You're going to have to take a shot the alcohol. Of turnover. You might have 10 plus shots. Order some pizzas. Make yourself comfortable. Give yourself some sort of comfort food, comfort drink, whatever you need. Because this is going to be a hard-nosed <laughs> Big Ten football <laughs> game. Okay? This is going to be possibly the ugliest offensive game in NFL history. It could be. I mean, but I don't know how the Packers plan on blocking TJ Watt. Um, not going to happen. He's going to have at least I don't know how they plan on moving the ball against the secondary. Um, 
you better find a way to be creative and get Aaron Jones the ball in some weird and ways. Try to somehow get Christian Watson, who's been disappointing every week. One catch yesterday? Really? He comes on the injury report today? Concussion symptoms, back injury, and a ribs injury? Like, the man can't win a ball, and he's an athletic freak. He's six foot six and runs a 4 3 5. How does he not win some balls? How does he not get more than one to two catches a game? One play gave him three injuries. One play gave him broken ribs, a broken head, and a broken back. He has been so disappointing. I was looking forward to him, like, ascending this year to potentially becoming, like, a star, 1,000 yards at least, eight touchdowns. He might not break 500 yards and three touchdowns. I mean – yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I will say like there was one deep pass to Watson that love. Yeah, he should he underthrew it a little bit, but he should still win that ball. He doesn't win any contested balls. That's supposed to be his thing. He's yeah. six foot six. All these quarterbacks are six foot one or under. <laughs> it's um it's not a good situation that we have going on with our wide receiving court. Um Romeo Dobbs played pretty well yesterday. Wicks played pretty well yesterday, minus the fumble. Luke Musgrave caught his first career touchdown. Yeah, he looked, Luke Musgrave, I have high hopes for him. I, I do think he'll be a good player. So, some things turning around there. Um, you know, but I know I know we want to talk a little Steelers as well. Um, yeah. Um, they are an enigma of a football. It's, it's, a, it's a weird thing they got going right now. It's like historical, how horrible – but they're getting lucky and winning because they have Mike Tomlin, who's one of the best coaches ever. He just wins no matter what. He's always going to get at least eight wins. It's just a guarantee. Um, so I recently saw a stat that in every single game this year, every single game for their, for their games, they've been outpaced in yards. So every single game, the other team has gained more yards than them. And yet somehow they have a five and three record. Like, can you elaborate a little on this and how this makes sense? I mean, obviously, the big, the big plays from the defense is, I, I think, the reason, you know, the sacks, the fumble recoveries for touchdowns, and then once in a while, Kenny Pickett will throw a deep touchdown to, like, George Pickens or, like, have a lucky drive. But I, I, I don't know if they're, asking you, I don't know how, if they're good or bad. You think, you think it's the reason? The defense? You think it's the reason? The defense is single-handedly yes. holding the Steelers upright. Yes. P.J. Watt, I, does he have more touchdowns than Kenny Pickett? He might, I mean, I think he did get one this year. Is that more than Najee Harris? Najee Harris has been looking much better. I have been watching all the Steelers games. He is running with heart and determination. Jalen Warren... Also, I don't know if you know him. He has looked absolutely incredible. He's a firecracker out there. Just so fast, so quick, making so many great moves. So, I mean, the running game is definitely on the upswing right now. I can't say the passing game's like back to even, down further, back to even. (laughs) Is Kenny Pickett, is he a future? He's not it. He doesn't have it. He's extremely average. He always looks flustered out there. He doesn't know how to like progress and like go through his reads from what I've seen. It's just panic every time he gets through his first and second read. Um, he wears a glove. 
No one in the NFL, no other quarterbacks wear a glove. Like, it just shows it right there. Kenny yeah. Pickett will be wearing a glove. I don't like Kenny Pickett. Wearing a, but wearing a glove is such Steelers football. It's such it hard-nosed Steelers. But it's football. it's it's not tough, though. It's not hard-nosed because, if anything, he shouldn't be wearing any gear. They don't need gear in Pittsburgh. They're tough. <laughs> so just to be clear, you want Kenny Pickett to go out there in T-shirt and shorts? I'm kidding. And get but, absolutely. But he's got a tall Steelers football. Like that's an extra protection, you know. Oh, his hands colder. Oh, he needs this. Be better. That's you know, nice. you should you should line up one on one against Aaron Donald with no pads on. <laughs> I'd get murdered. I would love to see what would happen. That would be a, a pretty exciting uh, turn of events. Um, last thing I want to say um, that I want to mention is the Bills are currently out of the playoffs. Yeah. I didn't watch. Did you watch that game last night? I did not watch it last night. I didn't. Um, but they lost. And it's, from it's what crazy. I heard, Cincinnati dominated the whole game. Yeah, they won the four in a row. Joe Burrow turned like MVP. How the game actually went, from what I've been told. I, I yeah, I've been told that that Bengals dominated, and that it was never really close. And uh, yeah, right now Joe Burrow is, um, I think, maybe just solidified himself as MVP front runner. I mean, Bengals are looking like a well-oiled machine right now. They've come to life. Um, you know, it's crazy. I mean, again, like the Chiefs got another – kind of back to what you were saying about, like, not knowing who Super Bowl favorite is. Like, keep switching. Like, Chiefs bounce back, have a big win, beat the Dolphins. Their offense looks horrible again. Their defense is really coming up clutch. The Dolphins are such a joke. I think they're frauds right now. They I mean, they're zero and three against winning teams with a winning record. Yeah, they're in first place, six and three. The Jets surprisingly are in second place in the AFC East at four and three with Zach Wilson. And they're going to win the night. You think they're going to beat the Chargers? I think the Chargers are. I mean, the Jets. The Jets are a, a really, really, really good football team. A yeah. really good Just football a quarterback team. away. The a only thing that holds them back is Zach. Reese Paul is their entire offense right now. He's the only one who can get yards. He's the only one who can score. I think he's in the last three games, he's the only one on their entire offense who scored a touchdown. It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's um, it's um, it's interesting. I mean, the Jets have an unbelievable defense. They got a good team. They're just a quarterback away. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what transpires tonight. The Giants are are remarkably yeah. terrible. Well, Daniel um, Jones tore his Achilles. It's either his Achilles or ACL, one of the two, but he's ACL. done. ACL. He's done. Yeah. Horrible investment in Daniel Jones. $45 million a year. I mean, New York, what are you thinking? I, I just don't understand, like, the Giants. Brian Dable wins coach of the year last year and coaches the Giants in the playoffs, and they win a game in the playoffs, and then this is how they come out in year two. Like I just don't understand. Good for Daniel Jones. I mean, he's not that good, and he earned himself forty-five million a year. Like, he should go to prison for theft of an organization. New York State Penitentiary. Anyway, we could keep talking about football for hours, and we know that. But we're gonna have to wrap this thing up um, today, just to keep everybody hanging and keep them wanting more. Keep them, just take a little nibble of the cheese and then you just want to eat the whole thing. 
Oh, that was. I wish I didn't say that. That was so. Now no one's gonna listen. Now everyone's just gonna unfollow. Oh, was oh. that bad? Oh God. <laughs> All right, well, Ty, as always, it was a pleasure. Um, the intellectual idiots are so back, as you can tell. This is our fourth straight week of recording. She's coming. I don't know. And credit to Nick, he's been doing an incredible job with handling all of our all of our audio and our visual and all that stuff. Because clearly, me and you are wildly incompetent. So um, that's great. But anyway, um, thank you all for listening. Tune in, like, comment, subscribe um, on YouTube, on Spotify, whatever you guys want to do. If you want to listen to us, if you if you don't, I, you know, whatever. So anyway, Tyler, take us away. Intellectual idiots are out.